What's up, peeps? My name's Jeff, and you're listening to Jeffrey Laxman, the podcast where you Brits get to learn about the commotions of Zimbabwe. Yes, that is in Africa. No, it's not South Africa. And for the Zimbos listening, you guys get a taste of England life, where, believe it or not, everything actually works here. Join me as I navigate life as a homo, sapien, because I'm not gay. You're all gay. Lol. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> what is up, people of the podcast? How are we all doing? Um, we have got a special guest, recurring guest of the episode, Miss Sally G. Hi, Jay. <laughs> Was that a good intro or not? <laughs> You're trying your best. <laughs> Um, So this episode, we are going to be talking about our love for Kariba, and I'll tell you probably our holiday destination that we went the most in our lives, both of us, would you say? Yeah, well, yeah, I would say so. And you did complain about it often until you were taken away from it and then realized how spoiled you actually were. Exactly. We went to Kariba every holidays, every half term, and eventually me and my brother were like, do we have to go there again with the same people, our cousins, stay in their lodge? We were just bored of it. Now I would do anything to go back there for a holiday. Like I yeah. miss it so much. No, and that's it. And then when we talk, when we tell you about it now, you're going to realize how spoiled they were and what little brats they were. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we start, I, I feel double called out by you, firstly. So you were chatting to me in the kitchen earlier about you were listening to one of the episodes where I called you my best friend. Yeah. And the first thing she says to me is, gosh, that's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you are my best friend. God, that is pretty sad. <laughs> well, that's because I have spent my whole life telling you that I'm not your friend, I'm your mother, and you will do as you're told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Oh, but no, me and you are literally like the same person these days. I know, listen, and I love the fact that we have such a good relationship. Yeah. You know, and you have you have just as good relationship with your dad, which is which is awesome, you know. No, exactly. But so much so, like how we think the same. That the morning when we were both sitting on the sofa and you obviously gave up smoking ages ago and every now and then you'll have like a puff of my vape which is something I'm trying to stop as well, my New Year's resolution. And you ask for a puff, and I'm like, I don't have it. You're like, I know you do, just give it to me. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I do have Don't this. listen to him. I did <laughs> never ask for a puff of a face, ever. <laughs> and then I said, oh, well, I do have this, though. Put my hand in my pocket. And I, as I was pulling it out, we both went, boof, and zapped each other. <laughs> <laughs> he got it from his mother. <laughs> both gave each other the finger <laughs> and then a couple of minutes later i'm in my room and you come like oh god so i give her a dead one i just walk out laughing and she launches it across the room <laughs> <laughs> and then as i'm leaving for work she's in the kitchen she's like oh do you want a toffee i'm like oh yeah go on nice i don't know how i didn't pick this up boom get the finger <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I should have seen it coming. <laughs> like, that's what you get. Yeah, you walked into that one. <laughs> oh, lol. Where we both knew finger every time. Uh. Oh, but yeah, Kariba. When did you first start going to Kariba? 
I think we started... We Should we start with actually what is Kariba? Where is it? How is it Kariba? Yeah, I think I think you've spoken about Kariba in some of your other podcasts, but Kariba is um, one of the biggest man-made lakes in the world. It's it's the most phenomenal place. It's yeah. kept its it's kept its wildlife. It's a nature reserve. So the game is free to roam. You know, yeah, it's everywhere. There's always mean, zebras on the plain in front of the lodges. Elephants constantly. Yeah. So I mean, it. Why wouldn't you want to go there? You know, we all had boats. We all love fishing. It was boiling hot there, by the way. It's it's just one of the most beautiful places on exactly. the planet. Yeah. Spent our life just on the boats all day. Well, I was the only kid that came. Obviously, I think I've spoken about like my asthma and stuff. The hay, um, the thatch roof killed me. So I was it was me and the four adults on the boat all day, every day. <laughs> I would just sit there listening to all the stories. Yeah, that's a that's a problem. <laughs> It's probably like, well, we like the same things now. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> we did teach you how to make a good gin and tonic. You were very good at that. I was the barman. She used to change the worms on my hook so that I didn't have to. <laughs> he was fantastic and he never complained if he had to do chores. So exactly. he was always oh, no, allowed to come. I was happy to be there. So I could sit there and fish, snack on biltong all day. Oh, best memories. No. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, I think, you know, we, our holidays when we were children was Chirundu, which was fantastic when you're little until you become a teenager. Yeah. And then you want action. So exactly. we, we started because Kim, my older sister is five years, six years older than me. So, you know, when she was now 22, I was now ready to be hitting the action in Kariba. So I was always allowed to go with oh. them. I was always too young. And then we moved to bloody England. I know. You missed out on all the fun parties. and Yeah, you were just strict because all my friends, like Cam and all of them, they were all allowed to go to the Chirara New Year's parties and sneak a beer or so. You have the rest of your life to be big, Jeffrey. Oh, I know. We're going to have to do a trip back to Chirara. Yeah, we will. We'll go back and we'll do a New Year party there. Yeah. We need to make sure it's not going to be in Vic Falls, though, because that's kind of the thing that happens. People are like, oh, are you going Vic Falls or Kariba this year? It, like every year, it kind of changes. Yeah, no, we'll so. make sure that when we go, it's in Kariba. Yeah, we should do both, do the Vic Falls one as well, because that'll be quite cool. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's so, so holidays from as teenagers was there, you know, we used to just jump in our, in our cars and head to Kariba for the weekend, hang out at Caribbean Bay, which is a beautiful hotel mm. um, right on the lake. You know, it had beautiful pools with big, sort of sunbathing pads in the middle of them, you know, yeah. waterfalls. It was just stunning. And it had a casino, which was even better. <laughs> so, yeah, weekends. Did yeah. you ever win anything? Of course I did. It paid for our night in, in the hotel one night. Really? So, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> what game were you playing? Um, Blackjack. Oh, nice. And the nice thing is in those days when you went to the casino, drinks were free if you were gambling. Really? Yeah. Oh, blimey. Now it's like... Three times the price in the casino. I know, I know. It was it was so much fun. Yeah. So of course now when it was time to get married, I mean your father and I had had our first date was actually up in Kariba. Really? Um. He, <laughs> I had a boyfriend at the time, and he said, "Oh, come," because we were just friends at the time, and he flew me out of one of the lodges at Tiger Bay in a tiny little two-seater plane, by the way. It was the most scary thing <laughs> to go and actually see my boyfriend in Durban. <laughs> Dad, 
paid for your flight to go see your boyfriend. Yeah, well, we were just friends at that time. Mm, so, you know, the long game. <laughs> yeah, so our love for Kariba, you know, just continued. And then the start of our girls' tour, mm. which we'll talk about later, was, was my bachelorette week. And I decided we were going to go on a houseboat in Kariba and with all my cousins and a lot, well, you know, all my cousins now, you will have known most of them. Yeah. Because they're still in my life. <laughs> um and so we picked this we picked this houseboat that my sister was working for a company and they had a company houseboat. So a houseboat is massive. Um you know, they they sleep up to twenty five people. Yeah. There's cabins, there's pools, they're just beautiful and they normally come with all the crew. So you don't have to do your cooking. You know, you you do nothing basically. You just hang out. It has tender boats behind, so you can go out fishing whenever you want yeah, to. Booze cruising. Yeah, and basically you just start partying when you wake up until you go to sleep. And oh, it's so good! It is amazing, especially the one you get one with a cage on the back that lowers into the bay, into the water, into the water, so like, the crocs can't get you. Exactly. Have you ever had the crocs like come up to the cage or anything? We have actually, and we were so blasé about it. We used to sit on the like the wooden panels, which were the level of the water. I mean, a croc would take you off there without even thinking. I mean, yeah. we didn't care. You know, we were drinking gin, yeah, enjoying. You guys put them in like all the way, so literally the top of the cage was at like water level. Yeah, I know. Pointless. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, to be fair, at least you would rather see them coming like rather than just underneath you or... yeah true they because they normally would pull you they got to pull you down to drown you before they can eat you so exactly and also once you've parked so the houseboat you would travel you would spend four or five hours crossing the lake into onto a bay where there was not a single person in sight yeah was, no buildings no houses no in the middle of nowhere basically just, on yeah lake. just elephants game roaming mm. you know certain islands you would hear lions at night it was just the most beautiful thing you could experience. And it was the start of what became our girls' tour. Um, we called it the wings tour because we reckoned that girls' tour gives you wings. You know, when you were, when you were having a tough time and you had your week on the, on the tour with, with the girls, you came back and you were strong, you know? Oh, I remember that being your guys' phrase. Yeah. Girls' tour gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs> And it did, you know, it was, a, it was so much fun, but it's my, it started off with my bachelorette party and it was, it was so drunken. I won't even begin to lie. And Go on. <laughs> the one, the one night we had a serious party mm. and a houseboat had pulled up next to us. And of course this party, the music went on until, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning mm. and <laughs> they had radioed across to our boat to tell us to keep the noise down. And we were like, well, the lake's so big, go somewhere else. Exa yeah, exactly. Why do you come and park next to us? Yeah. Anyway, this went on and we were like, and the noise carries across water so badly. You can hear what people are saying. Yeah. It's true. so bad. And the next morning we knew how pissed off they were. And we were like, we don't care, you know? and. We were now getting ready to to leave, and our boat started up. And as we were going out, Lindsay decided that she was going to pull a moon at this <laughs> houseboat next door. 
Well, sorry, bum. sorry, Linz. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, which she did. And then we got about 10 meters out and the captain said, we've got a problem with our boat. <laughs> and we had to go back into the bay. Turns out she radios back to Kariba and says, listen, we've got a problem with our boat. We need a mechanic to come out to fix it. Oh. And the guy goes, we've got one of our mechanics are out on the lake now. I'll see where they are. Guess what? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Was the boat next door? <laughs> the most awkward time oh, of our I lives. <laughs> you can just imagine. Oh. We were like cringing when this guy yeah. came across him. We were like, hi. <laughs> God, if I was him, I probably would have walked onto your boat with a little razor and been like, there you go. <laughs> have that. <laughs> Lindsay was about 18. Okay, give her a break. <laughs> Oh no. And yeah, and then and from that trip that was it. We did it every year, you know, and the chosen few got invited onto the tour. Oh yeah. When choosing like you know, you had your little group when you're like, Oh, should we bring this person on? Was it like a big vote or Oh no, there was vetting and Kim and I generally did the vetting and we'd made the decision. And it had to be unanimous, otherwise they were not in. Yeah, no, obviously, because the murderer was like, oh, sorry, Sally said she doesn't want you to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you ever turned people down? Of course we did. And it oh. took, and we got bad rap for it. But you know what? It was a very special group of girls and we are still besties today. Yeah. You know, it's been, what, 26 years of girls tours and we still have the same group on WhatsApp and we called losers, by the way. Because <laughs> someone, when WhatsApp first came out, we we started a WhatsApp group. And I was like, whatever, losers. <laughs> and that name is just, oh, yeah. that name is just stuck forever. So the group is still called whatever, losers. I remember seeing on your phone constantly as a kid, whatever, losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and those those trips just got better and better. But this initial one, this Bachelorette week, mm-hmm. um. It was crazy. Even my mum was on there. You know, it was a so much fun. Jade was rascal, all pretending that she was she was being good, and I would be fuming that they were being naughty. And <laughs> they'd be like, "No, we're not being naughty." And then Jade would run off with Kim and Lindsay and take <laughs> down downs and what have you. What's what, down downs? Slugging, slugging vodkas and stuff. Oh. <laughs> um. Anyway, we decided that we were going to climb onto the roof of the boat and tan topless because we were in the middle of nowhere. You know, there was no one who could see us. So there we were on the top of the roof of the houseboat with our gins and topless. We were all young and hot then. It was quite cool. (laughs) And a couple of microlites came over the top of us. What's a microlite? No, it's it's like a sewing machine with wings. You know, it's a little... Like a drone? It's not a drone. There's someone in it. If you, oh. yeah. So there were this microlite group that came over the top of us <laughs> and they have hooters on them and they were like hooting and we were like flashing them because we were like, <laughs> we don't know who you are. You don't know who we are. And before we got back to Rari, your dad went to the butchers and the, the butcher says to him, Oh man, we just had the best time up in Kariba. No we ways. went over this houseboat full of hot chicks with no tops on. <laughs> So your dad says to the guy, what was the name of the boat? 
And he says, I think it was the Lorna D. And he goes, that's my fiance. <laughs> I bet he shat his pants. Oh my God, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, what are the chances? <laughs> I mean, before we even got back to to Harari, the they, they, they already knew about it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so when we left... <laughs> When we left the harbor that day, of course, all the young guys that used to work in the marina, of course, see this group of women getting onto this houseboat. And they all like, well, where are you going? And of course, they to know the captains of our boat and what have you. And we were like four hours across the lake. And the next day, we are on our boat playing obli dobli, which is what you play with a burnt cork. And every time you mess up on the game, you get a black splodge on your face. (laughs) It's called Obli Dobli. We called it Obli Dobli. It's got a couple of different names. Yeah. It's a drinking game. It's we just, should start playing that. It's brilliant. It's just an excuse to drink. <laughs> so now we're sitting on the top of our houseboat covered in black dots. And suddenly this boat appears, a speedboat appears in our bay. And there's these two guys on it and they're fishing. And we're like, Really? You've come four hours across the lake <laughs> to fish in our bay. <laughs> You probably want a tracker on your boat. Where are these girls going? (laughs) (laughs) So eventually they call us and they're like, come and have sundowners with us. So we go out there. And of course, none of us even think about (laughs) the black spots we've got all over our faces and bodies. Anyway, we go out fishing with these guys. Now, of course, it's a girl's tour, so there's not supposed to be any men. So now we take taking photographs, okay, just in our boat. But what happens? is the other boat end up in the background of ours, even though there's no work, we can't see any person in there. And the first thing your father says to me is, whose is that other boat? And I said, well, it's one of the tenders from Lorna D. He says, no, it's not, because it's had a big tube on it, you know, for (laughs) tubing. (laughs) Oh, you shouldn't have lied. (laughs) Oh, my God. You see how you can get caught out? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, this, this guy decided he fancied me and, when we came back into harbor, there he was with champagne waiting for the girls. And I was like, dude, I'm getting married. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> I did continue to see him years later at school functions because his mm. kids happened to play sport against you guys. And yeah. I just made me laugh. Yeah. I, he would look at me. I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Dad was like, mm hmm. <laughs> Go hi to your little boyfriend. <laughs> well, fortunately, he didn't ever know who that person was. Yeah. Oh, no. You never told him. Oh, God, no. What goes on tour stays on tour. Good That's rule. why we've got to be really careful about when we talk about girls' tour, what yeah. we can and can't say. I'm going to have to get all the girls from girls' tour on in one room. That's the only way. And we're going to also record and just chat about girls' tour. Oh, my God. What? we got... That would be amazing. We have got stories to tell. <laughs> Kim and I always vowed we're going to write our book. But we could only have it released when we were dead. <laughs> Please write a book. You have to do it. Oh, Get a writer fun. and just, you have to. Yeah. And then from then, from the girls' tours and the houseboat trips, Kim and Doug bought the lodge at Kariba, which, mm. you know, I think you've spoken about that, where we now went, you know, every six weeks. It was right on the water, hot tub, pool, beautiful, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was an amazing lodge. That whole 
we were one of the only ones that had that upstairs balcony, like massive balcony upstairs. Yeah. With all the big, well, the pregnancy sofas or whatever, the big moon things. <laughs> the moon chairs. <laughs> when we used to breastfeed. <laughs> oh, those are so good. Yeah, you got, I mean, you've been going there for that long. I mean, we used to take you up there as babies. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you just think about sitting at that breakfast table when that Ellie put its trunk yeah. over the wall and took the jam off the table. Like, what do you even do in that situation? You just sit there and let it happen. You do. You just have to keep as still as possible and let him have his little sniff around and eat the jam. And Did you ever try and, like, touch its trunk? or No ways. They're no? so fast. They're so fast. The one night your father and Uncle Graham were a little bit tipsy. Mm-hmm. And there was an Ellie with its back to us at one of the lodges that we were going across to visit mates. And they decided, I don't know if they were trying to pull a hair out of its tail or slap it on the ass. I don't know. But this elephant came turned around so fast. Really? <laughs> Your father, who's always been so suntanned, was very white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen dad pale in my entire life. Exactly. Even now, 10 years in England, he's still so tired. I know, I know. He just thinks about the sun and goes brown. It's crazy, yeah. I know. I mean, but if you think about, I mean, you think about those nights, just even you kids going between the lodges visiting mates. Anything I mean, the hippos were there. The Ellies were in amongst the lodges. We just let you roam free, you know? Yeah, no, we were always so scared going from lodge to lodge in the night. Because I remember our auntie, Julia, um, she was kind of closer to our age than yours, but she could drive and her parents, like your dad and her stepmom, well, your stepmom, they obviously ran Heritage for quite a while, mm. like being the caretakers and stuff. So they had cars and all that, that she was allowed to drive. And there was this bucky with no back, like no um, canopy. A bucky is like a truck, by the way. Yeah, a bucky's a truck, but with no back, just... For people to sit in, take so on. no canopy, a no canopy, yeah. <laughs> and she puts all of us kids in the back, and it's dark. It's in the night, and we're going to drive back to their house to go play games or do something. Adults wanted to have their night, and you can't go fast on these roads, so we just kind of slowly go in. And this hippo comes out of the hedge and just starts charging at the car <laughs> with Juliet thirteen. <laughs> She's literally like 13 <laughs> driving this car. So we all start screaming because fuck, this hippo is chasing the car. It's it's not even a meter away at like the speed she was driving. So we start screaming and she just stops to obviously see what's going on. Why is everyone screaming? Who's someone fallen out? <laughs> and we're like, drive, woman, go. <laughs> and then she sees the hippo and floors it. <laughs> well, I mean, look at that that guy who had oranges in the, in the back of his truck and the ellie pulled the whole canopy off emptied everything out of that truck to find the oranges so by the way elephants have a thing for citrus oranges lemons any fruit they will literally destroy a vehicle to get to them i mean they actually tell you not to bring citrus into into the reserve you know Mm. into the national park but of course who can have gin and tonic without lemon I was going to say, who doesn't want a nice orange in the afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's for tequila sunrises. <laughs> oh, I love a tequila sunrise. Gosh, yeah. I told you guys a story about when the elephant literally ripped the metal, like, barred wall 
straight off the hinges just to get into the bins. At Kim's, yeah. yeah, I know. It's, I mean, they just, I mean, you gotta be, you gotta have respect, you know, you gotta be careful <laughs> what you're doing. I mean, there was some young teenager, little pisshead at one of the Chirara parties and he tried to drive up right close up behind an Ellie and this Ellie sat on the top of his car. <laughs> sat down and it was a tiny little sedan and it just like squashed the car. <laughs> And everyone was so pissed off with this guy for what he had, you know, the fact that he had disrespected the elephant, gone up close to exactly, it. Exactly. You don't do that. And the next day we were all standing on the, by the side of the road and he came driving out with his, with his head squished down. <laughs> he could just, he could just see over the steering wheel. He had to drive his car back to Harare, which is like four hours drive. Oh my God. <laughs> and everyone was just cheering and clapping and going, what a knob. <laughs> That's what he gets. <laughs> uh, yeah, people, when the Tarara parties, obviously there's always elephants popping through and yeah, things it, go down. It was worrying. I mean, those Tarara New Year parties, I mean, they would just win all night. I mean, we used to leave Tarara when the sun came up, all go and get on the boats and head out to watch the sun come up. Mm. Still, still on the the wine or still whatever. Monkey boy, <laughs> still monkey boy. But we'd end up with a ten or fifteen house, uh, ten or fifteen speedboats out there, full of people, music, nice. yeah, watching the sun come up. You know what we normally do every evening with the sundown is you know tie all the boats together and just booze cruise, booze cruise, watch the sun go down. Well, we do that in the morning for New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the Tarara party was like four days. Eventually, they started having like themes. So one night was like glow in the dark. Next one was foam party. It was just four days of party. Yeah, you did constant. miss. You did miss out. Oh, I'm so jealous because Cam would come back with all the stories of, you know, all the stuff he was picking up from the adults and <laughs> sealing beers, and I was like, ah, oh, we just weren't allowed. No, it was a lot of fun. I mean, listen, our stories, our stories of Kariba and in our youth, and we could write a book on it. <laughs> Honestly, get Kim down, and you can do an audio book on the podcast. <laughs> you like each episode, a different chapter of your girls' tours or something, and then only when you die, I'll release it. Yeah, okay, we'll Record do that. Record it, edit it up, and then when you die, the oh. stories will come out. I know. I mean, one of the stories I can tell you from our girls' tour was go on was Hilly. So Hillary used to Auntie Hills. She used to start brewing her juice that she was going to make us drink at six o'clock in the morning on the houseboat, and it's every day that you. It was compulsory before tea. You were hanging from the night before, and Hillary would come with a shooter in your bed. Really, <laughs> and she used to she used to brew like she'd do prunes and vodka for one year. One year. Whatever long. From one girl's store to the next, she used to start brewing something for us to to have. Some sort of concoction. (laughs) And and every morning we'd be punished. And once we had had our our shooter in bed, she'd say, okay, now you can have tea. (laughs) (laughs) Were they like really manky or do you have nice ones? Um, They ranged. They ranged. And and she would punish us like she would put vodka in the muesli or... (laughs) She, every every day was was a form of punishment, mm-hmm. you know. Painting for your sins from the night before, mm-hmm. 
And then you would have to eat the prunes that had been in vodka oh. for a year. I can't even do that with Sour Patch Kids I, and the vodka's been in there for a day. I, I want to vom. You can imagine. Mm. Yuck. Oh, God, I know. It's so funny because we talked about, you know, our girls, the girls' tour has been going on for so long now. A lot of our, a lot of our girls are now 60, you know, and yeah. so it's been a long time. We always laugh that we would be like old ladies on there. we just have a trip. Because we'd be too old to drink. <laughs> oh, we have to organize that. You haven't had a girls' tour in how many well, years? Well, since since I came back, since I moved to the UK. Yeah, we should. And I'm wanting to plan a trip next 2025. I don't know, September time or when it's hot there. Get everyone to go back for like a month. You guys have your girls' tour. I show color on Zim. We just go and just everyone just like kind of reunion almost. Yeah, we should actually. I mean, listen, I, I see all the girls when I go back, but it's hard to say, okay, we're going to go off and go and do a girls thing because then the men are like, thanks a lot. We haven't seen you either. <laughs> oh, you can do it for four days girls trip <laughs> no, or something. No, we will. We will. I, I want to get the girls here. You know, what are you going to do a girls trip? No, here? I want to get them to Mallorca. True. Yeah. I want to get them to Europe because you guys are wanting to move, aren't you? Oh my, yeah. My well. mother's leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> in another episode. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so many stories, and you know, you should ask your, you know, ask your followers. You know, what do they want to hear about? Yeah. Do they do they enjoy stories like this? Do they want more stories of? Yeah. You know, anything about them, guys? Send in your questions and. Well, obviously, we'll have Sally back on and we'll answer Yeah, them all. I mean, Kariba, Polar Cross, Girls Tours, our life on the farm, you know, we. I'm happy to... Yeah, I don't know, I think the only problem with doing Girls Tours in, like, Europe, it's just not the same freedom. No. Everything's so... Because obviously people have just gone too far and now there's all these rules, can't do this, can't have that, but in Zim... It's also like behind, it's free for all. You can do whatever you like. Like, tell us about the story. You, Kim, Graham, and Jade ended up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know it, the energy saving. We're not a biscuit family. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was your dad and Douglas went up to see Bundy up in the falls. Mm. And it was half term and mine and Kim's birthdays. So Kim and I are a day apart. So, and it always fell over half term. So we were always together up in Kariba or doing something. And this one particular tour, um, Graham and Jade came with us. So we had the four, us four adults and all the kids. Mm. And we were staying in Kim's Lodge. And I don't know, we, we went out to, what is it called? Warthogs. It's the pub. What, like a. Where's Warthogs? Warthogs, backpackers pub near Lakeside. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's a, quite a cool little sort of rustic pub. And we went there and drank tequilas all afternoon <laughs> and then got back to the lodge. And, of course, you lot were all just with the nanny, so you were fine. We didn't have to worry about no, you. we were good. So we get back and we say, okay, let's go, let's go and drink on the floodplain. So we fill the cooler box. <laughs> well, Jade filled it so full. <laughs> We couldn't even, couldn't even close the lid. <laughs> and now we're deciding we're going to go driving with this. So, by the way, it's in the bush. So there's no one really, to, there's no police or cars or anything. Mm -hmm. So we drive, we drive the car 
down the road and we park under the power lines. Okay. <laughs> and we get out and we're dancing in the middle of the road. Speakers on full volume. Full volume. All the doors open. And we and we claim that we're energy saving from the power lines. <laughs> so this guy drives up past us and he stops and he says, Be careful of the lions around here. So Kim looks at him and says, Good. Hope they eat them. <laughs> this guy looks at her. He's like, okay. <laughs> and drives off. So we're in Kim's fancy Prado. And she says to me, we're all sitting there now. We drunk as skunks, you can imagine. So I'm eating and crisps in the back seat. And she's like, don't miss, miss crisps in my car. So I crunch up the crisps, sprinkle them over the entire car. <laughs> She's fuming now. Then we decide, okay, we're going to go down into the floodplain, which is right below the lodges. Now, at night, you're not allowed to make noise at the lodges. By <laughs> 10 o'clock, it needs to be quiet. This is now midnight. Mm. We've got we've got this car, this car on the floodplain, doors open, headlights on, and we dance. <laughs> it was that Avicii song. Oh, levels. Yes. Oh, yes. That it just it had just come out, and we're dancing in front of the car. And the next thing, we see car lights coming towards us. So we all shout, "Get in the car! Get in the car! Get in the car!" So Kim, we all jump in the car and we speed off. But before we can even speed off, it's the security guards and the the landlady from the lodges, the the, the manager of the the yeah. caretaker. So she's. At my window, and Kim speeds off like a maniac with the lights off and hides. And she's like, They didn't see us. I was like, <laughs> Kim, she was at my window. <laughs> Literally like five centimeters looking. <laughs> so this woman writes an email to all, all the lodgers the next day and says, There were people on the floodplains making noise and it's unacceptable. So Kim writes back and says, Yes, I will punish them. <laughs> I'll punish those responsible. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> and it's too funny because I used to go, her daughter was in my class at high school. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so she knew exactly who we were. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, that next morning when we were sitting in, in Kim's bedroom and Kim used to buy fancy biscuits for the adults. And shitty biscuits for the kids because there were so many of you. Yeah. So I don't know. One of you kids came in with the fancy biscuits. So Kim and Graham start fighting because Kim's like, stop giving them the nice biscuits. So you turn around and said, we're not even a biscuit family. Are we fighting over biscuits? Where did a biscuit family come from? Because <laughs> that became a whole thing that we're not a biscuit family. We're not a walking family. <laughs> because it's what you said. Oh really? Because I mean, I don't eat. I don't eat biscuits. You know, it's not my yeah, thing. Yeah, we never had biscuits in our no, house. No, it's not a thing. You know, for us, you were like, "Why are you fighting? We're not even a biscuit family." <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> oh no! But yeah, no, we'll go back. We'll go take the whole gang now that you're all adults. Oh no, you get your exactly. own lodges. You are not staying with us. Oh no, yeah, we have our lodge and your guys' lodge. No, you guys go and stay at Chirara. You will stay at Heritage. Heritage Too is far away. Heritage is fancy, by the way. It's beautiful lodges. Chirara yeah. is where the rebels hang out. She will stay in the Breezes Lodge. No, you will not. <laughs> Stacey will not let us do that. 
We're not old enough for a smack from her. <laughs> no, but anyway, I think that's enough for today. Okay, I guess we're cutting the episode. Yeah, then. <laughs> Sally's done, guys. <laughs> Over and out. Um, okay, cool. We'll round it up there and save the rest for the next time. Yeah, I've got work to do. She does indeed. She's a busy lady. <laughs> um, yeah, please, guys, don't forget to rate the podcast five stars. Please do Jeffrey, that. Jeffrey, you can't tell people to rate it five stars. They must rate it five stars if they think it's worth five stars. Okay, if you think it's worth five stars, rate it. If not, don't rate it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. <laughs> How to keep your CSAT high. <laughs> exactly. Follow the show. Um, follow the Instagram, Jeffrey Laxman. I'm going to be putting some photos up of Kariba, these trips, all the stuff we got up to. And keep sending in all your questions, dilemmas, advice, confessions, anything you want to hear about from my mom, her stories, any guests you want on as well. So obviously we did the beauty therapist last week. If you guys want to hear, I don't know, a bouncer, a McDonald's employee, let me know who you want and I'll do what I can to get them on. Cool. Thanks for having me, Jeff. I will catch you guys in the next one. Gaia. Bye. Ciao, ciao, bye. Ciao, ciao, bye.